0: Welcome to Dwelling in Magic. My name is Angie and I am so excited because I have the wonderful, delightful, lovable, super awesome duo, Mary and Martha, on my show today. Mary and Martha are identical twins. They're artists, they're creators, they're crafters, mothers, grandmothers. Oh, they're just the best. I can't even believe that I'm in their orbit. They are so special and so unique in this world. They make it a better place by sharing their gifts, and their little lights are always shining so bright. So, allow me to introduce my friends to you now. Oh my goodness, I am so excited to be with you here today, Mary and Martha. We are at my home in Minneapolis on a dreary, rainy morning, their spirits delivering the sunshine. I am especially grateful to these two friends as they are giving me another shot at interviewing them. Just three weeks ago, we were all together at Mary's house in Maiden Rock, Wisconsin, and we had the dreamiest of days. We sat together and talked while overlooking the most stunning views of fall colors dancing across the valley and Lake Pepin shimmering in the distance. We ate together, sang together, strung marigolds for our Day of the Dead altars, toured their studio and their gallery and walked through the amazing garden. I left with a beautiful mug that they had made that says sing, And an armful of beautiful dahlias from their garden and a very happy and full heart. I floated back home and then I listened to my recording and I felt my heart sink uh, just a little bit. It was like listening to your first piano recital. I heard every wrong note and lots of nervous chattering. Mary and Martha sounded so sweet and wonderful, of course. Their story is a delight, but I asked for a chance to try. Try again and they obliged me, so thank you. Mary and Martha are artists Mothers, grandmothers, and they are also identical twins who work and play side by side through life. Mary and Martha are noticers of beauty. The small spring bird, summer flower, or fall leaf become a drawing or meditation. Whenever I am with you two, I feel like the luckiest girl in town. Your quiet and peaceful presence are calming, and your spirits are filled with fun and laughter. Since meeting them 25 or so years ago, they have been role models to me, and I've basically wanted to emulate their every way. I first heard of you, Mary, through a friend of mine, Sarah, who was dating your son at the time. Sarah told me how amazing you were and that you sat together on your kitchen floor drinking wine. And I thought, how magical and cool is this lady? Normal moms don't sit on the floor and drink wine. At least mine didn't. (laughs) So here we were, college girls, dying to hang out with you. Then a bit later, I met Martha and was doubly delighted. Mary and Martha, hello! (laughs) Hello! Thank you for being here with me today. I like to start by lighting a candle. We, Mary and Martha, and I all shared a spiritual director, Patricia, who would always start off our sessions by lighting a candle. Mm -hmm. And I loved the ceremony of it and the sound of the match. And I like to think that it represents our divine spark and the light we all carry. Yeah. So, how are you two today? Great. Fun to be in your house. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really special to have you here. Mm. And I was wondering, Martha. I know you brought something that you may share with us—a little reading, perhaps. Mm-hmm. That's also something we did in spiritual direction.
1: Right. And Trisha
0: would read. Right. For a us piece to of begin.
1: poetry, or a way to start, and then sit in the quiet, which is a lovely ceremony and a lovely way to begin any time together, any new threshold. So we like this um, this book, Cloud Walking by Stephen Charleston, who's an Oklahoma, Cherokee holy man. So he just has little things that he writes for almost every day, six days a week, one day of rest. Mm-hmm. So this is the one that we read the day that you came, and it seemed very magical and appropriate. So. Even though it's later, I'm going to read it again. (laughs) There are days when I decide to declare a holiday for my spirit. This is one of those days. I've popped the cork of my soul, sending my worries out of the top of my head like multicolored confetti. I've given my issues a rest, my needs a break, my longings a long longed for release. Today. Joy runs rampant among the piles of paper that once hemmed in my life, playing tag with freedom and fun. Laughter fills the coffers of my heart, and peace provides the music. If we are making too much noise, then please come join the party. You will be more than welcome. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, fun place to put your... Brain and your soul. Today. Again. To today, right? That's amazing. And actually, I think it was a different one. It was a different it
0: was. one. It was. This it was is such a wonderful, your wonderful, dirty. happy. Right. Right. Uh, oh. right. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is perfect, though. Yeah. <laughs> what day. did you say before, sure.
2: Dancy? What did you say? Oh, uh, the fickle of finger of fate. Yeah. Yeah, that you just trust that the it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Right. That's perfect. Right. Wow, well, thank you. Thank miracle. Because you. right. your middle name is Joy. Yes,
1: yes that's true. Well, because I saw so. that and I yeah. thought, oh, yes, Joy. And then I thought, where's the thing about the dirty fingernails? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this one was perfect and yeah. I loved it. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Well, the way that I like to begin is to travel back a little bit to hear about where you grew up or what your childhood was like.
2: Uh, born in Minnesota, a small town, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, our dad is a Lutheran pastor, um, and we were a surprise. Our mother didn't know she was having twins until she had been in labor for like a day. hmm And maybe how many, he, he was nine when he, how old? How many?
1: Peter? Yeah. They lost a baby to pneumonia when he was eight months
2: old. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they got pregnant almost right away and we were born then oh my goodness um and so and martha actually just talked to our brother who said people in henning that are very old now um still remember um watching our parents go through losing a child and then us coming and the kind of faith and grace that just they they carried through that journey so when you wonder what's going on in your life i guess you're all like so we always thought we were, you know, a gift and a bonus, mm-hmm. you know, like a TV show, like, what's behind the curtain? You know, like, <laughs> and you get a bonus. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, there is something so magical about twins. Everyone, they're
2: fascinating to everybody, and um, I don't know, how special. Right. Even to us, it mm-hmm. is. Um, and then we moved out to California, and then we moved back here to the Midwest, which we thought was magical, because... I don't know, it felt like we were going back to... Mm, the homeland. Hans Brinker. We thought we could skate to school or something. No, <laughs> we couldn't. But still, um, our grandparents were here. So this this feels like home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Did you spend much time around your grandparents when you moved back? A, li- a little. Mm-hmm. Not, not a lot. Um, a, a dentist and a banker's daughter and... Our grandma in California was a seamstress, and I think, you know, those things all add up. Even as a kid, you don't know what's actually part of you, and you can see it because it's part of you, like working with your hands, Mm -hmm. you know, a dentist on one side and a seamstress on the other. It's like, we know who they were, but she would love to ask them questions now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that, well, your
0: grandchildren will be able to hear this someday and get to know you in a different way i suppose that will be special yeah so were you living in a small town when you moved back
1: to minnesota when we were born they were in a very small town Mm -hmm. and i think that was part of what helped our parents Mm -hmm. and and gave us a sense of that we were a gift and watched and then when we moved back here to minnesota we lived in minneapolis and it was a downtown church so it was a big church and we could feel kind of anonymous we like to run around the church and think people didn't see us But I'm sure they did yeah. <laughs> We crawled all the way around the balcony of the church one time during yeah. something that was going on Probably giggled a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's easy to get the giggles in church. In oh, for sure. Right. <laughs> Are you supposed to be quiet?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. well then I can't <laughs> I can't. Right. An example um, but a lot of time in sanctuaries, you know, regardless of where, you know, and then all your visits were to other churches with sanctuaries and, you know, I think we probably spent a, a lot of time in sanctuaries. I love sanctuary. Hanging out. I just... mean, in any place
1: can be a sanctuary. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. What is a sanctuary? <laughs> yeah, how do you define a oh, sanctuary? When I went to Italy the first time, my, mom, my husband said, what do you want to do in Italy? And I said... I want to go into sanctuaries and eat good food. Mm-hmm.
2: Life doesn't get any better
1: than that. No, it doesn't. Italy's good quiet. at offering that too. There's beauty and there's quiet. Mm-hmm. Right. What a lovely word, sanctuary. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So we're very comfortable in sanctuaries. Yeah. Yeah. And candlelight. Mm-hmm. Right. And and being outside, knowing that sanctuaries are out there in the trees mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Yeah, on walks. Yeah by the ocean, you know, you recognize it, you're right, when you get there, you can just feel like, ah, this is a sanctuary for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe not everybody, but, Mm -hmm. yeah. Nature brings you there really beautifully, I think.
0: But I also love sitting, I grew up Baptist, and so we didn't have beautiful artwork in our church, they were very bare, Mm -hmm. and I was so envious of the Catholics who had all of the icons and the candles and... We just did not get that. So when I also was in Italy, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how yeah. mysterious and beautiful and yeah. quiet and, yeah, I felt a sense of awe. And
1: yeah. So it spoke to your soul.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It did. And I think we like to do art in our play together right from the beginning. Yeah, you did. And then in elementary school, we had teachers who were encouraged us, you know, I think as a child, if you get chosen, like our fifth grade teacher asked if we would go to a park where they were having a festival and just do art, well, you know, and I was like, yes, (laughs) yes, and not feeling self-conscious yet at that age and going, of course, we'll demonstrate how to do art. Yeah. Um, It was
2: outside under those big, what are those eucalyptus kind of trees. Right. So it smelled good, it felt good, and you know. Maybe that's why we like the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, outside smells great. <laughs> yeah, and a flow of people that you don't know, you know, kind of like strangers come up and they're friendly and interested. and Oh, yeah. Yeah. Playful.
0: They're excited to be yeah, there. Right. To be looking at the wares you're selling. and Right. Yeah, yeah, your art has brought you some really interesting places, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. The Renaissance, for sure, one of <laughs> right. them. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. But... Dress up. Dress up. Mm-hmm. Right. Dress up even. Right. <laughs> we love to dress up. Put on up. costumes. Who does, you know, when people say, I'm not an artist, I'm going, would you get dressed today? <laughs> right? You make some choices. uh uh-huh. You know, and a lot of times we'll come wearing the same color, which I think is very interesting when you think you're making a choice, and then we come wearing the same pretty close, too, and you think it must be something internal that's, that you're taking care of yourself. By dressing for the day. Yeah. We've come wearing the same sweater that we got in junior high once. It was like, oh, no, do take it off, right? <laughs>
0: How embarrassing. Yeah. 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 But you did dress the same as when you were little. You were dressing. Yeah,
2: until so. junior high. I, and then it occurred to us that we could have twice as many clothes. Oh, yeah if mm-hmm. we didn't dress alike, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You just
0: re- recently celebrated a birthday this past yeah. week. Yeah. And I saw a photo that you guys had put on social media, and it was, oh, you were adorable. I don't know how old you were in the photo, but you were dressed in the same outfit. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Do you remember how old you were in that photo? Looked
2: mm-hmm. look like we're
1: maybe six. Yeah. Five,
2: six? Yeah.
1: And we had... We had aprons on that our grandmother had made for us that were crayon aprons. Oh, my It was gosh. an apron that tied at your waist, and then it had a different slot for, like, individual crayons. At <laughs> least 50 crayons. So you pull them out like a holster. <laughs> but and that's it, amazing. We loved those. And I didn't even see that in the picture at first, and it was like, oh, wow, I love those aprons. Look at that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, there was nothing like a new box of crayons in the first place that you, right. we would get. I loved that, but gosh to have them right in your skirt or right. your apron, that's, right. that's genius.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Grandma.
0: Thank you, Grandma. She mm-hmm. probably did she just make that up? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'd yeah. Yeah, never seen one before. Mm-hmm. You know, our mom was creative, but then since her mom sewed, she was more the director. She liked to ask other people to do her art her so I I bet it was a combination of mom and grandma and I saw a woman at the Renaissance fair that had she was actually dressed up like a a warrior of some sort and she had on a a holster and she had sewing stuff as if this is my weapon (laughs) I thought that is fantastic that's wow. amazing. Wow, And what a great person to have
0: around. You never know when you're going to have right. a button pop off or right. something. Men something or Betsy yeah. Ross or I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me, like, so you were very creative and playful as little girls, but how did you get into the pottery vein? Was it in high school or college? How did you get interested in clay?
2: Yeah, we went to Luther College together. We demanded to room together, right? Mm-hmm. Our freshman year, because it's like we we know what we like, and we know our timing is the same. Why would we (laughs) add change to change? Um, A sanctuary, a sanctuary, our own sanctuary, Uh uh, where we could light candles. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a really good art department, Um, and so we they had a very good pottery department and woodblock printing and drawing and painting. Um, It was good, so we. We took pottery, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I quit after my sophomore year. Where'd you go? Uh, well, I got married <laughs> to a potter mm. uh, who was going to go to graduate school, so mm-hmm. just jumped on that wagon and <laughs> right, thought I rode off, um, and I did. And then he started a pottery business, but then when Martha moved back. To the Midwest after living on the West Coast, and um, being married and having a family, then she she could come over and we we made a little studio inside the pottery that my husband and I had created. So we started making our own things Mm. inside your little sanctuary inside the bigger yeah it was like an art room in the middle of a more of a you know. Production, place, and so. you had little kids around that time. Like, time I you know. started working together. Brought Niles down and put him in a cardboard box, and I like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. while well, he would sleep before, before he would crawl. Right, mm-hmm. you know. But then I had two, and yeah, pretty much when they went to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the timing was right. You know, they were in school, and then Martha could come and well you know that with having boys in school now you get this a little time a little time Mm -hmm. yeah yeah mothers learn that quick yes it's (laughs) sacred
0: it's sacred that time is sacred so you started making things what did you make
2: you know i could tell even in that picture that that martha posted um we're holding a doll and we have a doll in the middle of our, each have a cake, like an angel food cake, in the middle of the cake is a doll, <laughs> right? And I'm like going, um, I think, again, being growing up in a parsonage and pastors' daughters, that we we're just around people, watching people, and people watching us. And so we made people, right? Uh, we made um, figures, you know, angels, nativity sets, and just little people. I was making people because Marguerite did sculptures that were, had people in them, kind of like um, pre-Columbian people made ceramic mm-hmm. people and I, I I wanted to do that and so I did and, and tried the best I could. They looked pretty goofy to begin with. If I see one of them now I go like oh you know and I think that's my teacher. You should never look at a piece of art that you've done and think anything except that was my teacher I learned something from doing that piece um, Could you tell me who Marguerite was? Yeah. Could you tell me about her? Oh um, My husband had studied with her Marguerite Wildenhain. She was a potter in California who was a French Jewish woman who um, went to school in the Bauhaus and then she um, Came over and established, tried to establish a school, a craft school, north of San Francisco. Um, kind of during after the war, during the war. I mean, she had to escape, um, and the school fell apart. But she stayed there, mm-hmm. and you can look her up. She's she's a one. She was wonderful, an accomplished master potter, and she couldn't fire her kiln in the summer because of. California and you know dry. Mm-hmm. So she would take students and I, I think it was nine weeks to begin with and then I got to six weeks and, and then a month um, and So you had to write and ask if you could be her student and she would decide who to take and She ended up loving the Midwest people hmm. um, because they seemed more respectful Um. Yeah, just respectful. You know, like they didn't question her as much. They were simply glad to have someone who would give what they knew. Um, So it was you camped down by the river and, or stayed in a little one-room cottage and fended for yourself, and then went up to school from eight to three every day.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: Yeah, and it was step by step, but uh, Wednesdays was drawing for the afternoon, and she would, you know, put a potato and a rock, and it would be like, draw these so that I can tell which is the potato and which is the rock, and you're going, okay. <laughs> I'll try. Right, or uh, she came with the whole, she put a, um, vegetables on the table and said, I want you to Pick a vegetables and then go by yourself and draw it, and then, and then you're gonna make the form, not so that you can tell right away that it's a green pepper, or um, an artichoke, but it has the essence of that in it. And you know, you take it off and you go like, oh, what? <laughs> but I think it's those big what? I can't do that. And you're going well. You're gonna sit here and look at it until something comes to you. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to drawing and then I, I went to her the last year that she had it. And Martha babysat one of my sons so I could go. And then it's just always in there. What You, you don't really know what you're learning from a teacher until after, mm-hmm. much after. Things come out, you know, like rocks in a field. You go, I didn't know that was in there. So she still, um, I still look at her work and I love her work, more than ever. You know. And,
0: and it came out in your early pottery creations that
2: people did. Yeah, um, people like he- the human face. And, and then after we were doing ours for a while, Martha saw a picture of our grandmother, I think, and said, I, it looks like we're doing the women who brought us here, wow. you know, like our piano teachers, and mm-hmm. our teachers, and our neighbors, and it's like they had aprons, or they were knitting, or I... Given a corsage. Feel, <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, thank it you. It was kind of like a way for us to say thank you, and I think maybe ancient people did the same thing with what they buried, or, mm-hmm. you know, I... we still don't know. No, <laughs> just but compelled to do it. it.
1: Just and I think most of our students end up being potters who threw pots. Yes. And we ended up doing much more sculptural and people-oriented. Right. Face, body, yeah, animals, birds. Yeah. 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 You're, they make these wonderful women. They're
0: called open-minded women, mm-hmm. right? They look like a grandmother. or They look like a lot of different women, but can you describe what they look like?
1: Oh, well, they are, they are, no two alike. We thought about calling our pottery you no know, like K-N-O-W, no T-W-O or never two alike, you know, cause yeah, everybody's different. Even twins are different and bring your own uniqueness even though people can't tell you apart. So, <laughs> so usually it's a throne piece and then we, when it's leather hard, we turn it into a, a woman and then it holds water yeah. It can hold flowers or dried things and or nothing. They're pencils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like a companion, and I think we ended up realizing it was kind of a meditative, prayerful. I mean, art is is that you mm-hmm. are, um, yeah, just in the presence of what you love and want to be thankful for. So, to be the older we get, the more I think we just feel like we appreciate the time to do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the skill to do it better than we used to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Yeah, and yet still, it's an adventure and it's a little scary when you face a new blank thing, like what's this going to turn into? But also the older you get, you're going, well, something. (laughs) We're just going to... So it's like play, Mm -hmm. you know? It playing is. and in clay. And so how often are you together? We try to we try. work two days a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But life gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Being a grandmother gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And walking and cooking and sewing. And yeah. That, all the other, other arts.
0: Really, yes. That are also
1: fun. Yes. They right. all fuel the other... They all
0: are woven in together or something to make... I don't know. I love doing so many different things too. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we like to sew... We, we like we kind to talk you
1: into the ukulele
2: yeah yeah <laughs> she talked me into the ukulele yeah. i did, did yeah.
0: i did thank you yeah oh well there you're really really charming and you sound so delightful <laughs> playing your ukuleles and singing together and it to me it's like a wes anderson film when you're sitting by yes. identical twins who yeah. are so beautiful with yeah. their ukuleles i'm like come on this needs to be on the big screen <laughs>
2: uh-huh. yeah. yeah join well, us join you sing in nursing homes i'm sure Oh, yes. And shut-ins, and, you know, I mean, you realize who you're singing to. Mm -hmm. And that live music is just live music. It's like a flame. I mean, it's real, and it's right then. And doing it with other people, we've, you know, done it with kids, and always doing... I mean, I wanted to be an art teacher, but, oh, not in a system. You know, it has to be, like, in our own studio. Um, Yeah. Yes, playing with kids is... Well, we've gotten
0: to collaborate on a couple of projects, and one of them was in an elementary school, and I um, invited Mary and Martha along, because they're Mary and Martha, and they're so good at everything they do, and they make me feel calm and happy, but I thought, I don't really know how to, I wanted to create plaster, a plaster mold of their hands, then to turn them into clay hands. But we got in there with plaster and all like 20 kids and I had no idea what was happening. It was just, we call it the plaster disaster. Yeah, There were kids running everywhere and hands and plaster and it was hilarious. It didn't go at all the way I had intended, but it was special in its own way. Really special in its own way. But that's the plane, the plane with kids. You never know what you're going to get and it's always... A wild adventure.
1: Yeah. And wildly, wonderfully memorable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that yes. sticks out much more because of how hilarious it was. If it had gone according to plan, we probably wouldn't remember it.
2: No. In the same way. Well, we might remember it, but we <laughs> not as delightfully. <laughs> and to do that with you, you know, I mean, any one of us alone might have gone, thrown up your hands and gone, ah, this isn't working, but, you know, with a small group, it's like wow, this is crazy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: But it felt safer somehow. Like, okay, well, at least I'm not in this alone. And we had our little art army yeah. marching through the halls. We we yeah. did it, and we made something beautiful. That mosaic is really yeah. special. Yeah. And mosaics are a beautiful metaphor always because you don't know yeah. who puts what where, and you're all right. dancing around, moving around the wall, and it's just... It's a gift to be able to make stuff with people.
2: And broken mm-hmm. pieces. Yes. That's always a great metaphor. Right. And yeah.
0: your pieces, when you're creating now, um, well, when I was at your studio, you said that this mug, for the mug that you gave me, like how many hands it passes through to get to the oh, end yeah. result. Will you talk a little bit about that? How how are
2: things passed? Well, Martha and I just pass it back and forth. You <laughs> know, and people say, what... What part of this did you do? And it's like, I, I don't even know. I mean, we kind of don't take ownership of anything we work on together because it's pretty much, you did it together, then it's a together thing. Um, so even the, the pottery, uh, Denine pottery, you know, it passes through uh, a 22 22? pair of
1: hands. Mm-hmm.
2: Really? Right, from, you know, from the... Um, making the clay, you know, and putting it into the logs, to throwing, to putting the handle on the medallion, and then bisking and glazing. And I think that's the fun part about clay and probably why we've hung in there with it because you give it away. It's not, you do not have total control ever. Oh, in the firing, in yeah. the kiln you give it. Right. I think you mean give it away. <laughs> oh, of course you give it away. Of <laughs> course <laughs> Because you want to make more. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we can have, you know, it comes out of the and you go, eh. You know, a friend of mine said that that's why Japanese restaurants are fun, because that is usually handmade, you know. If things are handmade, you can feel it when you use it, if it's handmade. Hand-knit, hand, you know, someone cooking food for you. I, you, you can feel it, real music live music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the vibrations. Yeah. In the room,
1: even
0: though. Right. Yeah. All the voices lifted. Do you go to senior centers and play
1: anymore? Make Not since people? COVID. You know. And I think, you know, you realize all the things you're grieving. I mean, everybody is from COVID, but you go, that's okay, that's okay.
2: And you go, boy, I really miss that. Oh. Um, schools. Right. Mm-hmm. We took some school kids from Pepin and we paired them up with an older person and younger person and they they did birds mm-hmm. and it was so gorgeous I still have some pictures from that you know and then with if you sing with all of them at the end it's like the full meal deal you know it's like oh my <laughs> we did and they they talked while they did it it wasn't a forced closure it was like a playful connection to have um, it wasn't them here and Them there, it was they were sitting side by side and doing art. We had feathers, they drew Mm -hmm. them and then painted, and they could put glitter on and glue feathers on. And it was, and then you see, it doesn't matter the age, you know. Mm -hmm. And the things that the older people did were just as creative and delightful because they were doing it with a child, I believe, Mm -hmm. don't you think?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You let go of, oh, I can't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't draw. give it a try. Yeah, Yeah,
0: put your pen to the paper, see what happens if you just doodle. If you don't have to make something perfect or beautiful or what you, you know, if you don't have to judge it, what what can happen
1: in that play. Yeah, so hopefully we can get back to that.
0: Oh, I
2: hope so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope so too.
0: I also grew up going to a lot of, well, we called them old folks home back then. I would go and my dad would give a little message and Mm -hmm. I would play piano and I would sing and all the I can still hear all their voices kind of the yeah. old warbly whatever but so much heart so much heart and emotion that they sang with and right. tears would come to their eyes and yeah. like, what is that I didn't get it as a yeah. child but no. I get it now I get it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I, I think that's okay. in part of the gift of time that, you know, you ask questions like, why would they be crying when you're young? And then, you, and then you get the answer years later because their hearts are full. They have memories. They, you know, you are delightful. You know, beauty. You know, it's not necessarily just sadness either. No. When people cry, tears no. are good. salty. It's salty. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I love a good cry. I just cried... I don't know, a couple of days ago when I was with my mosaic teacher in Philadelphia. Mm. He was crying. He's at an age where he feels the decline of his body and his spirit, and he mm. feels like the muses have flown away from him. Yeah, yeah. So we just sat and cried. But then I cried with joy over encountering his work and yeah. sitting next to
1: him at the table and laughing. And yeah. tears, tears were right there the whole yeah. time. Right. Yeah. And That's it's sweet. a good release. It is. Our mom used to say it's a safety valve of the heart. Yeah, I like that. So it's like, let it, let it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Pop that cork. <laughs> All right.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, doesn't it numb your brain somehow? I know someone said, oh, eyes are so much more, a different color after you've cried, too. There, there's a different clarity in your eyes. And I yeah, I would think it does something to your brain. I would think so. Yeah. I remember after I cried, I
0: loved I like to look at myself yeah. because my eyes did look so brilliant or something. I was like, Oh, you're fetching me right now in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's right, I never thought of that. But I don't look at myself crying anymore, but
1: <laughs> not while you're crying. Wow, the washing away is something pure. I remember crying and wishing I was a cat. Oh petting a cat. Oh, oh, I just yeah. wish I was a cat. Right. <laughs>
2: Instead of a person. It's like what? I still do. Yeah. Covered with fur. Yeah. Yeah. Out all night. Lay on the bed in the morning and stretch in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Relax. It does sound kind of nice. It 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 does.
0: Well, we, in our last time together, did sing together, and it's so beautiful we sang this little light of mine, and I can't wait to share it with everybody. That was so special. And I don't know, I think we should figure out a way to go sing with some people. Yeah
2: soon yeah I join in too. yeah mm-hmm. we yeah. have extra ukuleles too yeah. oh we're yes. blenders needless to say <laughs> we know how to blend yes you do yeah mm-hmm.
0: but you don't blend in this world you stick out in this world both of you do you are so you had so much magic and beauty and you stand out to me you're like little mm-hmm. gems in a quiet and beautiful way and i'm so grateful to have you a part of my life and be a part of your story, and you a part of mine. Yes, it's very reciprocal. Yeah, you
2: are magic. Yes, yes. Oh, wow, well, this is how magic is made. This <laughs> is how magic is
0: made, and I can't wait to come out to Maiden Rock and help you decorate yes. your your beautiful. They made a huge garden like sculpture, a big woman. Her how name is Hilda. Hilda, <laughs> right? Can can you describe Hilda? I have a picture of her, so I will share that with everybody. But mm,
2: we had to big, this big. It was a like two-day thing, and we just went crazy and made this big, tall, Nordic woman. Cement. Yeah, and we didn't even start to cement her then, did we? Mm -hmm. Then we took another class to learn how to cement a chair so we could put the cement on her, and now we've got her cemented, but we really do need your help. Yeah, we kept saying, we need to call Angie. (laughs) Right. We're in the deep end of the pool, but her name is Hildegard. Oh, I love it. Hildegard. Hildegard.
1: The she well,
2: that one? Yeah, mm-hmm. and we think mm-hmm. of her as guarding the earth. She's watching. She's, she's got a little kind of critical eye right now. She does. <laughs> she does. But we gave her a, a fur collar, a fake fur collar for the winter. She's looking a little... We gave her some red lips oh, for yeah. the winter. Give yeah. her some color amidst all the white. Yeah. But
0: you, you must have a lot of broken pottery pieces that we you can glue on there and sparkle her up,
1: her dress, her, her apron, or whatever yeah. she's... Her body. Yeah. Well, she's and she's a talking. We have
2: saved. Mira. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Right. We need to do it again. Maybe we can help you on one of yours. and then I again. would love that. Yeah. Let's play. Okay. okay. Let's play.
1: This is a light of mine. Oh, let's do that. Silly. And the second verse, we had a friend sing at her um, another person's mother's funeral. And for the second verse, she sang, Won't let sadness blow it out. And I I like that.
0: That's a lot better than Satan. Right. Whoa.
1: Yes. 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 A lifelong learning. Mm -hmm. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine.
2: This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine.
0: Thank way. you. Oh, I have to ask you. Everyone is very intrigued by everything identical. Twins, I mean, everyone's oh. very curious. Did you guys ever pull a switcheroo, like any <laughs> parent trap hijinks, or did
2: you do anything
0: like that? Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, I got it here. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We, we switched clothes at a party. You did as adults. Yeah, maybe when we were in our 30s mm-hmm. or 40s. I, yeah, we just mm-hmm. went to the bathroom and switched clothes. In case you think people care about what you wear. Right. I don't, I don't. We thought it was really funny. I don't think... I don't know. I, yeah. People don't think it's funny. We it switched of.
1: classes a lot in junior high and high school. Did you really? Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. She, she met me in the hallway one morning in junior high and said, yeah. do you want to switch classes? And I don't remember what my class was, but hers was home ec-, home ec. So I thought, oh, piece of cake. Oh, sure, I'll go to home ec. And I went into the home ec class and sat down and the bell rang. The teacher started to take attendance, and she said, Mary? And I said, yes? And she said, did you bring your thread today? And I went, (laughs) no. I I think I know why I'm here. (laughs) Oh, hey. You don't remember that?
2: Yes. I remember you (laughs) afterwards saying... Where oh a thread yeah. I'm going oh right yeah I'm just a little ditzier. yeah but we did we did it a lot in high school and- no and then when she lived in St James I went down a couple times to take care of her girls and I took Britt to swimming and I was sitting there this woman came next to me and said you know hi Martha and I said I'm Martha I'm Mary and she said yeah sure. You know, uh-huh. and I was like, no, I, no, really, I, I am Mary. But that happened a couple times in St. James. Mm-hmm. And people got kind of upset. It's like, mm-hmm. I, um, it was hard, awkward. Hmm. So, uh, we don't do it much anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just no. let it be. But with all the twins being born, mm-hmm. yes. They're I've so been trying to get, get her to write a book, but she's not interested, so. <gasps> well, you started. You started. You started. No, you started.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, right. hmm. you too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But we've had fun. Yeah. 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 You always have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's so much fun to be with yeah. you, too.
1: It's fun to be with you. with you.
0: Wow. Mary and Martha are so divine. Holy cow. I love them so much. I just got to spend the past couple of months working with Mary and Martha on a very special project that they poured their heart and soul and time into in such a giving and beautiful way. I had a calling to create an altar for each one of the victims who were killed last year in Uvalde and drive them down to Texas. And I asked Mary and Martha to help me create the clay hearts that would go in the center. We stamped everyone's name into it and wrote their birthdays and Mary and Martha gave clay and kiln and drove back and forth from Maiden Rock. I mean, they gave so much time to this project. I am so honored by them and all of the gifts that they shared with me and with this project. I love them so much. And I'm so glad you got to know a little bit about them today. What a good way to spend 45 minutes of your time listening in to the hearts of these beautiful people. Thanks for your time until next time, friend, tell me what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life?